We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending news out at Arrowhead. Pete Sweeney checking in on practice. Did not see during the media portion uh, Rasheed Rice, Donovan Smith, Algerius Sneed. Or Kadarius Tony. Chris Jones, though, was back at practice. Remember, it was a uh, groin spasm earlier in the week for Chris Jones, but he's back at practice. And again, I think they are going to let him play a little bit, try to help him out on the incentive. I think so, too, which is funny. They could just help him on the incentive by just giving him it, just giving him $1.25 million. That's a heavy incentive to just pay out for the 10 sack thing. So that'll be interesting. Chris Jones, like somebody pointed on the text line, he's like, man. Sat out week one. He's still going to have to play in a meaningless week 17 game to make sure that he at least gets part of the money he lost by sitting out. This is the thing. It wasn't It wasn't a success story. Chris Jones did it. He did it for the reasons he thought were right. So I imagine if you asked him, he said he wouldn't regret it. But he did not get the money back. He lost more money in this exchange than he would have if this was not the if that was not the case. Next up on Watch Training, Will Howard officially heading to Ohio State University to be their next starting quarterback. Obviously, they moved on from Kyle McCord and we're looking to upgrade the quarterback position. Will Howard did some good things at K-State, no doubt, but they were ready to move to Avery Johnson. He'll get a shot for Ohio State. He's got the seventh best, I think we looked up, Heisman Trophy odds right now. Imagine, what would he have been before the season at K-State? Maybe, oh, what's, yeah, I mean. Not on the board or lower? Yeah, it's a lot down. of where it is. And this is, a like we said before, this is kind of what I like about the transfer portal. Really great for Will Howard. I think K-State fans should be rooting for him to succeed at Ohio State. And he'll have a chance to play in the college football playoff because of the expansion next year. Great opportunity for Will Howard. I mean, to change everything uh, about like how, you know, college football, why I can't stay in there here locally. Everybody knew how, how good of a player he ended up being, but on a, on a national landscape, if he has success at Ohio state, it'll just change everything for him. Next up on what's trending local college basketball this weekend, it's conference tournament or conference, uh, regular season already, believe it or not, which is meaning all three are in action all at home. I believe Missouri against Georgia at noon, KUTCU one o'clock K state against UCF. At 5 o'clock, it is already conference basketball time. God, I can't. You know what? That's when you actually get, like, a decent idea. Like, right now, K-State hasn't looked all that good. I'll be at least interested to see what they look like in conference play. Kansas, obviously, has been off to a good start. If you already looked at, like, Lenardi's bubble list, yeah. they've already beaten three of the – four of the top seven teams in yeah, the country. Crazy before schedule. The they've had a nutty schedule, in, of which they've won quite a bit of. Kansas is going to be one of the favorites to win the national title again. They're going to be a one seed again. They're going to win the Big 12 again. It's all the same stuff for Kansas. Missouri's still trying to find its footing here early as well. Next up on Watch Training, Trevor Lawrence officially a game-time decision. That according to head coach Doug Peterson for the Jags. Remember, the Jags are in a situation where if they can win this weekend against Tennessee, they win the division and they're in. They're the four seed. They'll take on the Cleveland Brown. Uh, the Cleveland Browns as the five seed, and they'll know their opponent. But they could lose and still cough up this whole thing this trevor lawrence injury stuff has really dragged on this year he's yeah. been unable to stay on the field for a large majority of it and being a game time decision is kind of the difference between me deciding if i think they're going to win or lose uh, next on what's trending huge news out of new york with my favorite quarterback aaron Rodgers, voted by his teammates as the most inspirational player 
for the 2023 season by his teammates. Uh, their linebacker, Quincy Williams, named Team MVP. Look, if you're watching Zach Wilson every week, I'm sure there's a lot of inspiration from, from the guy that's played four snaps this season. It's the only hope you have He's going inspired. forward. Well, well they didn't have a the lot. the only hope you have. In fairness, they didn't have a lot to inspire them. Aaron um, Rodgers will probably be the favorite for comeback player of the year next year. Yeah. Kirk Cousins will be up there. You have to either suck or be hurt. Yeah, Kirk, really Kirk Cousins will be up there. So will Nick Chubb, Deshaun Watson, some of the other quarterbacks that got hurt this year. But uh, Aaron Rodgers might have the best odds to be comeback player of the year in 2024. Lastly, on Watch Trending, don't forget, next Friday, one week from today, we're all going to be out at Cinderblock Brewery for the Playoff Pilsner, the third annual Playoff Pilsner beer release party. Entire 16 crew will be there. Dusty will be there for after hours. Starting at 6 o'clock, we'll be popping on. Everybody will chat. Someone's like, hey, can I just talk to your show and not the others? I don't care who you talk to. <laughs> talk to whoever you want. Yeah. You want to be? You want to just show up to talk to Bob and Josh? Fine. You want to just show up to talk to me and Gold? You want to talk to everybody? Just talk to Drew. Whole crew will be there. Just Drew. Remember when that went on for a while? Just Drew. Was that, was that your handle was for a bit? I don't remember. Oh, he's not in here. Oh, yeah, he Dear is. Dear B. Nix. Now, Drew, was now it's Drew B. Nix. Okay, so the, the handle was Drew Nix. Now it's Drew B. Nix, but the... The, the name it was like just Drew. But it looked like now Deer. It's Drew. It looked like Deer W. Nix. It's a little something. bit easier was, for you now than it was it. before. Well, I'll be out there. It's a great time at Cinderblock Brewery. Looking forward to seeing everybody there. Starts at 6. I might even be there. Uh, I'll probably be there right in the early end. Sometimes I think you show up a little later. I think I'll be there in the uh, I think I'll be in the early end of that. Well, I think, That's yeah, because right. like, you leave earlier. You got kids. Yeah. Usually what happens. I end up usually staying a little later. Last year, people were taking photos of me having a certain conversation. Well, you were. I appreciate that, Cody. I, I, did I take you? the photo? No, I think it was our boss. No, I don't think it was. I think it was our boss. I think I had left by the time that you were having pictures taken of you trying to pick up somebody. Successfully, I might add. We were just having a conversation, you know? It led to a couple of dates. How yeah. many dates? How uh, many dates specifically? Uh, four? Ooh. Three? Four? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That was over a year ago. My goodness. Time flies. Got another shot on Friday. Next Friday. There you go. That's what's trending. What is this thing about this mall creature? I just Googled it. So I know I I saw a a couple days ago uh, or whatever, maybe it was yesterday, that there was a huge police response at like some mall in Miami. And and they said it was uh, teenagers fighting. But there were like, what, 60 different uh, law enforcement uh, individuals that showed up. And the text line says that there's a conspiracy around this. Of course there is, by the way. And I just Googled, and it says, Miami mall, quote, creature video goes viral. And there's a video, and you can see the police response. Crazy People police claim response, like that there's, like, cars. in the video, of course, it's blurry. Because what I've always said, it's amazing. Whenever it comes to <laughs> creatures or anything, it just so happens suddenly our amazing technology and our cameras just go to you-know-what. Whenever it involves Bigfoot yep. or anything, it's weird. And everything's crystal clear for anything else. But the moment there might be a conspiracy, magically the, the video sucks. I don't know why that is, Cody. Um, but there's a creature. It's something that emanates off of them, probably. Is that right? They're, they're mm-hmm. the ones that are making the cameras bad. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's all it is. But it do you think like it's weird that they four said... Four teenagers s- were arrested, and then people are claiming six, that... 60 police cars were necessary for four teenagers fighting? I will say that that does seem kind of like an over-response. So maybe there's something to this, you know? Huh. Okay. Um, it is... I'll say this. I watched the video a couple of times. It is... If you're making out anything near there, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking I, at the video. 
It's tough. It's like a monster movie, but when it's really filmed out, like at the beginning of the monster movie when nobody actually believes there's like Godzilla running through town. Yeah. Like, what's that kind of blurry thing in the distance? I don't know. Just ignore it, babe. It's fine. Nothing. And then like later it's, you get the zoomed in shot. Again, the official Whatever report. it is, it does look taller than a building, right? So I get yeah. the idea that it looks taller than a building. <laughs> it I says four teenagers were arrested in connection to the incident. According to the suspect's arrest report mentioned by WPLG, a TV affiliate down there, the juveniles were causing a riot inside the mall and causing panic. That's the official report. But then outside, there was this image that people are like, what is this figure? I will say 60 police cars seems like a bit of... Now, if if there's a riot going on, again, I have no idea. But if there was a riot going on, that would be why there was a huge response. If it's just four teenagers fighting, no. But if they were causing a riot and all of a sudden you actually had way more people involved... Like now I'm looking at a second video of the. I mean, someone else brought up a good point. Of course, there just happens to be no crystal clear video footage from the mall itself. Exactly. (laughs) This is why I always have an issue. Security. This is why I always have a problem with any time the Bigfoot stuff happens. Again, it's like magically our cameras suck when it comes to these creatures that are supposedly there. It's just the Matrix, man. Maybe but they can when someone robs a bank, we have a crystal clear image of that image. Oh, it's always crystal clear. Ex, you know, like uh, Chief's a holic. A pretty he's, good image. He's, he's, he's in a mask, but it's a pretty clear image. What was the guy like a year ago? There was a bank, unfortunately, on state line, which yeah. really narrows it down for everybody. Um, uh, and, 72 <laughs> banks. And uh, the image was, it was this guy. He didn't wear a mask or anything. I mean, just clear as day. I mean, crisp, crisp, crisp video. Yeah, he was done for. And I have no idea if they got the guy, but I mean, if you knew that dude, he was... You could have made out a freckle I mean, on that guy's Yeah, cheek. I mean, it was crystal clear. Anyway. No, no, just wondering. Reminder, coming up at uh, 1 o'clock, we've got a Club 610. Champagne, I'm told. Well, so, you know, we're going to hit for New Year's drinking. Eve. It's a champagne cocktail. It's called a French 75. Just felt right for New Year's time. That's all. We hadn't had a non... It felt like we'd been, like, whiskey heavy a few times in a row. So I went with a French 75 from Jay Rieger instead. Okay. I made you simple I've syrup, had a French 75 it? before. When? Uh, I used to have, they, they've gone out of business, but I used to have a, what was the brand name? It was made by Keurig, but it was like an at-home cocktail, oh, not Bartesian. Bartesian still exists. The little, like, um, drink, drink maker. Drink works. There you go. Drink works. Okay. Um, they've since gone out of business, unfortunately. You, had, you buy these pods and cocktails. Anyway, one of them was a French 75. So Did you like it at the time? Yeah, it's okay. Oh. <laughs> it was all right. Well, we'll yeah. see if it hits better today. And, you know, obviously, they can be gin, they can be vodka, they can be a lot of different yeah. types, but... And this is going to be champagne-based. This will be... Well, there'll well, be champagne, champagne but there'll also I mean, be gin. Gin is, the, is, is the, uh, the base. From uh, Jay Rieger. Yep. Aaron Ladd from KSHB 41. You know, last time he came in, he might have drank Dom champagne. We haven't had Aaron in studio in a while on this show. Used to be a... I'm a little uh, worried the last time I served it to him, like, I bought, like, a $9 bottle or $10 bottle of champagne for this cocktail, and he probably, like... I think Dom... <laughs> Dom's oh, in the last champagne think, he had him this year. You think Aaron's expecting the best? I, I'll text him anyway to make sure he's Should he's we play in. this when he comes in? Woo! Back loud and proud, baby. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Is that how I'm we're going to text show? Aaron? Only the finest champagne for you today. I don't remember what kind it is. It's a brute. I almost, you know, it was on sale, but it was still a few bucks more than I wanted to spend what? on the champagne. Snoop Dogg has a sparkling. I'm not surprised. You see, he's going to be part of the Olympic coverage because the ratings for the Olympics have gone downhill. Um, so, so they're, they're going to have Snoop Dogg, part of NBC's, thinking of 41, uh, NBC's <laughs> coverage. Aaron's going to be on late on TV for sports all summer long. Um, Olympics in the summertime on NBC in Paris, and Snoop's going to do coverage for that. I think him and Kevin Hart did something at the uh, 
the last Olympics. The well, where, yeah, where they were did they some, at, on that uh, separate channel. Yeah. It was on maybe it was on Peacock. I yeah, think it, it might have been on Peacock where they yeah. were. And it was funny. Some of the clips were actually really funny. Um, we'll see what he see how that goes. I'll watch it. We'll More see. likely to watch it if Snoop Dogg says. Aaron says stuff. hopefully bottle girls this time as well. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. Sorry. You know what? There's a, a lot of different types of Club Six Tens. Today is not going to be that. This is a lighter one. You know, I was, not I was, bottle girls and Tom. So that's coming up at one o'clock. I, I was thinking more though about this season as a whole for the Chiefs and like frustration all the way around. And yet you step back and you realize they're going to be at least a 10 win team, if not an 11 win team, if they beat the Chargers. They're locked in as a three. They just won their eighth straight AFC West title. Patrick Mahomes was healthy all year, but you dealt with drops. You dealt with, fr- you know, all the frustration and impacted his performance as well. Is this the worst? regular season that the Chiefs are going to have with Patrick Mahomes, assuming, assuming a year in which Mahomes is healthy, not a year where he misses time. And if this is, if First, the, if it if is, the answer, is, fantastic if the answer is yes, think about that. The fact that I even have to think about it means the answer is at least probably, right? I mean, I can't rule it out because tell me a time in which they will have worse weapons than they have now. Their second wide receiver on this team after the rookie who they took in the second round has like 350. What's Justin Watson got? He's probably two on this team, right? Yeah. Watson's probably above 500 or 600, isn't he? Dude, come on. Let's, let's just play out the next 10 years of Patrick Mahomes. And you tell me a season in which Justin Watson is their number two wide receiver. I understand that at least part of this could be like, well, they do still have two 1,000-yard wide receivers, essentially, because Kelsey's 16 yards uh, away. Watson still only had 460. <laughs> I told you, like 400. And he's second on this team because MVS yeah. is Remember the bet we made that. earlier in the season or midseason? Yeah. After week two. Uh, you I said you'd buy Don I, I, I if bought, Justin Watson led this team. If he led the team in receiving. Thank you, Rasheed Rice. Thank yeah, you. he's the only one who saved you Thank out of that Thank you, Rasheed Rice. Because if Rasheed Rice hadn't emerged this year, you're probably screwed. Although somebody would, I mean, like, there's no way the leading receiver would have only had 460 No, yards. but Watson I mean, would just have, like, 650. Maybe. If Rasheed Rice had never yeah. done I don't know what they would have done if it wasn't for Rasheed Rice. I don't think that this is the least talented team in NFL history. I think there's teams with less offensive talent than the Chiefs right now. I just think that, based on anything we know about Brett Feach and the fact that he's going to be the general manager of this team for a decade or more, right? I mean, at least a decade or more. You've got to assume that he is never going to let the receiving unit for Patrick Mahomes look like this ever again. So my guess is, yeah, they might as a team have a worse year if they get down into a bad year with a below average, like let's say a Philadelphia defense. But even if they have Philadelphia's defense, Philadelphia's defense, they're still going to be in the postseason. They still have a chance to win their division. They could have won their division if they just beaten the stupid Cardinals last week. I think the bare bones... Like, maybe. Maybe Mahomes gets in a wild card game one year. But I... I mean, he technically is going to be in a wild card game. No, but like, as in, not a division winner. Gotcha. Maybe a wild card team. Yeah. But I mean, do you see that? Guys won the division eight years in a row, and no other team in the division right now is close. They're not close. They got years to fix this problem. So... No is my uh, yeah or yes is my yeah, answer. Yeah, this yeah. is probably the worst year we'll see out of Patrick. Yeah, again, we're talking about a year in which Mahomes is healthy. Like obviously, there's a chance you never know down the road. Does he miss six games or something? Well, that's different. I'm talking about a year in which no, he's he's healthy. Are they going to finish with less than than ten wins? And they were very close to doing that the way things were trending for a little while this season. But I know right now it's easy to say like, well, it can't get any worse than this. And I I tend to agree. I think it's long. You know, the the big outlier, the big question, I guess, will be. Uh, post Andy Reid, right? Like whether it's five years from now, three years from now, or eight years from now, I don't know. 
And what does that look? What's 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 that head coach like? Do they have a terrible head coach hire that just stinks? And does that drag everything down? You know, that's stuff we don't know yet. You're predicting, trying to predict the future. Yeah. But from just looking at Patrick Mahomes, it's hard to imagine him being part of, if he's healthy, any team that wins fewer than what they're doing now, which is 10. 10. 10 wins in a division title. In, a year, in, in, in an era of football also, where now, you know, playoffs have expanded, but also the, the schedule has expanded. We, I mean, you know, you're playing an extra game versus guys 10 years ago. This is not a small sample size. We have six years of Patrick Mahomes being a starter. Okay, he's won the division all six of those years. We know that he's been the AFC title game at least five of those six years. He's still got and by the six years, not dead, obviously. So at least five out of those six years, he's won at least now ten games in all six of those years. And by the way, he's won at least twelve in five of those six years. We know what this is the basement. He's not. He's too good. Him and Andy Reid are too good. And I get it. Maybe the post-Andy Reid year, we're having a different conversation. But by then, Patrick Mahomes will be so established. I can't imagine any coach could come in and screw this up to make him a seven, eight, nine win team. Just as long as you're allowing me to eliminate the injury part of this. Sure. Because I can't predict that. That's impossible. I don't know which way that's going to go. But how? I mean, this is, he has no wide receivers to throw to. He has mediocre tackles. They're still going to win 10 games. Now they got a great defense. Maybe he could have a bad offense like this and a bad defense. And still, I think they'd get to 10. They just scratch out 10. They'd win different games. I, you know, I, it's just hard to imagine a season that's worse than this for the chiefs. Yeah. And no, I was, I thought it was an interesting just thing to think about it. I mean, we can even do it after the season's over with the result of including sure. the postseason and see where people are at. You guys remember too, I think at the end of last season, the, uh, there was a survey that got put out by the NFL players association about like, team facilities and the chiefs yep. you know remember they didn't grade out great with the locker uh, room and real poor. right there was even like people really, didn't like, like training picky, staff picky details like the chairs in the locker room weren't comfortable yeah. you know whatever okay that, that kind of stuff came out well there's a new survey that came out around coordinators basically what what coordinators do the players like the most around the league according to the nflpa survey which comes from players again not a small sample size either seven eight hundred players that's what we're talking about here is what they they interviewed to get team report cards this previous spring, so this is before the season started, and this is on defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators, and special teams players. Special teams coordinators. I'll just let you know right now, no Chiefs have made the list. Spags didn't make the list. No Eric no Eric Bieniemy. the previous. No Matt Nagy, the current. None of it. No Dave Tobe. Not a single guy made the list. So I was trying to figure out, like, when I looked at him, like, okay, is that, should I be concerned by that? So that players don't want to play for these guys because Spags, his guys seem like they want to play for him every single second of every day. Had, of all the guys, I'm surprised did not make this list at Spags. Yeah, I was reading the details on this, and tell me if I'm reading this wrong. This sounds like it was still conducted, like it was an older survey. So it says NFL players were asked to rate their offensive, defensive, and special teams coordinators in conjunction with the report card project yes. uh, conducted among each team during visits last fall. So that t- is, are, are these these still based off of last year or this year? So they did it. It's a little of both. Right? They took the report cards last fall, and then they asked them based on those report cards this spring. So this, I guess not this calendar year, but in early 2023, and I read about this last night, early 2023, they asked them again, all right, you did the report cards. Let's talk about coordinators. So, my, so, that's, so I bring that, so put that in perspective, though. Like this was before this year started. Yes. This football season started. Correct. So top defensive coordinators, Aaron Glenn with Detroit, Steve Wilkes with the 49ers, Dan Quinn with the Cowboys, Brian Flores with the Vikings, and Raheem Morris with the Rams. Well, Dan Quinn, Brian Flores, Raheem Morris, Steve Wilkes all have been head coaches before 
in this league. Some might get another opportunity. Dan Quinn's probably going to be a head coach next year again. Top five offensive coordinators. Frank Smith with the Dolphins. A lot of people believe he's going to become a head coach. Yeah, that coaching staff is just incredible. Thomas Brown friendly. for the Panthers. It's kind of interesting. Remember, they hired Frank Wright, but this was before the season started, and maybe there was already a sign. Uh, Brian Schottenheimer with the Cowboys. Brian Callahan with Cincinnati. And then Kellen Moore with the Chargers. Again, before this season fell apart on them. So that's why I'm a little, you know, it's interesting, no doubt. I, I just, a lot of these guys had head coaching experience. And how much are the situations of, like, they just didn't like the head coach. And this guy was someone that I they were that able kind to of speaks, relate to more. The head coach thing is kind of what speaks to why Spags works so well. Especially with Andy. Because he's a former head coach. I think the further and further we get into this NFL thing, the mistake that, like, guys like Bill Belichick have made and Andy have made in the past is... You should be even less hands-on every single part of your job. Like, I used to be kind of critical or be like, Andy doesn't even care about the defense. Like, could Andy even tell you what the defense is going to do this week? Like, you know, like, I used to think, like, God, he doesn't even, he just lets Bob Sutton do it or he just lets Spags do it. But now, as NFL has gotten more and more complicated, the former head coach thing and the reason why I think there's so many on all these lists is for that reason. You need an individualized coach per unit and that the head coach has just got to be the person who's like ma- the overseer making sure everybody is involved and we can see everybody. Well, that's involved. why a lot of coaching hires fail, right? Where it's you find you hire the guy that's a great mind in terms of play designer, but can he lead? Can he manage, you know, the, the roster? Can he, can he manage the ins and outs? Heck, man, deal with the media, all that, right? There's some, you know, there, there's guys that are great coaches, like in terms of scheme and all that but maybe not great leaders in dealing with what comes with being a head coach. I mean, there's so many examples of that. Guys that great coordinators in this league, just not good head coaches. I yeah. mean, plenty of examples. Spags, I mean, look, Spags did not have a great head coaching tenure, right? I mean, he, he didn't have a great head coaching tenure. Wade Phillips is always like the Wade example Phillips, you give. Yeah. It's like he's had tons of success um, doing that. Heck, but Vic, I, Vic Fangio, right? Great mm-hmm. coordinator. Great coordinator was a terrible head coach. I feel like that's like like Mike Tomlin is the the poster child for that description where he is the guy, but he lets the coaches do their thing. Oh, we know he can. He, we know he can just, manage a locker room. Yes. My goodness, yeah. look at look at the guys he's had come every through every year. He's had to do it. It isn't so at the bottom Still of that thing. Him. I don't know if you guys s- s- said this or not, but at the bottom it says the survey was administered during the NFLPA visits between August twenty eighth yeah. and November sixteenth. Yep. So the or the latest or the, the latest most recent what okay. was November sixteenth was when they made the Which visit. It's fascinating because I'm always curious about what other teams must think about because everyone knows like if you just like polled every player in the league like who are the coaches you like playing for, Andy Reid's got to be at the top. So it's weird. Andy is at the top of the list because he will he will take every bullet coach. for you. Yeah. He is a player's coach, but he's also he runs some of the toughest practice and training camp that anyone in the league. Some guys don't like that. Some veteran guys are like, man, Andy, chill, man. I'm tired. There's a lot of work. But the difference is, like we talked about this when like, people leave Bill Belichick. It's the same thing. You can do that if you're winning. You can be the hard ass if you're winning. That's the other part about this. These guys who are on the bad teams, I assume they're the real softies. They're, oh, what a, what a player's guy. Oh, what a sweetheart, right? For the teams that aren't playing well. But the the head coaching thing is the thing that stands out the most. It is a lot of former head coaches, especially on the defensive end or future head coaches. There's just got to be a certain leadership quality that comes with that. And I guess I'm a little, you know, like this is a year ago. So I guess we don't have to worry about Nagy yet because he wouldn't have been the answer to that. He was still a head coach. But can he get on this list? Can people I mean, like yeah. playing? I, mean, I don't know if it really matters, though. Oh, I know. But I, I do think there's a point where. Like, between this and between, like, that player survey about, like, people, like, you want people to desire coming here for more than just 
hey, Mahomes plays here. You want other reasons sure. to motivate players to be here. But when Andy's your offensive play caller, I'm not surprised the offensive coordinator is not on the top five most sure. liked offensive coordinator in football. That's the same thing we talked about all the time, like when like getting a head coaching job. It's difficult because Andy does the job the most. Those surveys. We'll see what I'll, I'll be, I will be fascinated with the, when the facility one comes out again. Yeah, because same. we know that the limitations that era. This goes back to the whole hey financing the stadium element uh, and, and building a new stadium or renovating, because there was limitation. Like the Chiefs facility wise are nowhere near the best in the NFL at all, at no. all. And there's, they, you know, they finally obviously have upgraded the locker room over the last couple of they years. They still got space issues. And so there's just some limitations you have with the current facility. According to this thing, it looks like, so it says that we still plan on releasing our full player team report cards in the spring. Does that mean they're going to release all 32 it did last of spring. each of them? I mean, that. Yeah, yeah we'll find out who's like last. And she's yeah, got like a yeah. C minus. Right. Right. He's talking about like, will we see like oh, the okay. least uh, liked offensive coordinator? Right, right. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> That would be interesting to see. It would be. That would be really well, it would interesting. Be interesting if, if all of a sudden it EB's 28. It would be interesting. Well, um, based, off it's of, coming out in the spring. based off of the leaks out of D.C., I don't, I don't, we don't need to go down like fully the road about EB, but like there were multiple reports yeah. uh, out of D.C. that players thought they went to their head coach and complained. Now, we've gone through this already about, hey, it's a different day and age, and players have to be treated differently now than they were in 1995. And does that work now? Does it work at a losing culture versus a winning culture? And can you be the hard ass now? Do you have to, you know, for lack of better, coddle players more now? We just now? talked about this. Yeah. All of that. It was a whole nother thing. It's like the old school mentality. That's why, again, like looking back at it, EB would have made a really good college coach probably where you can have that mentality every three years and guys just go. They go, they come. And now even less, it's not even four years. Sometimes those guys are there for 18 months, two years, and then you're just moving on. All right, coming up next, not only will we get to the random question of the day on the show, but we'll also talk a little bit about uh, the impact Matt Nagy has had in particularly the focus in on the red zone. That's next here on Cody and Gold. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I was laughing during the break. Ritz crackers, right? They put out a they put out a photo of a cracker and they said it makes me want to say Duval and this cracker looks like Trevor Lawrence. But this rich this Ritz cracker looks just like Trevor Lawrence. Who may not play, by the way, for the Jags on Sunday against Tennessee in a, a game where if the Jags win, they win the NFC or the AFC South. They can still make the postseason, but it's a, a lot of other weirder things. You know, this team loses or ties, whatever. The thousand of bizarre players. You eat a uh, Ritz cracker? Do you like Ritz crackers? That other, I, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Who doesn't like it? I prefer club cracker. 
if you're giving me a butter cracker choice, I would prefer a club cracker. Um, but I'm not against a okay. Ritz cracker. Yeah. Triscuits are garbage. Get those. Yeah, I don't like Triscuits. Into wheat. The, I don't like wheat. I don't like, I don't like wheat thins. Not my, and I don't like wheat thins. <sighs> Sometimes. Oh. Sometimes. They I have like multiple wheat, flavors of those, I like too. Wheat of the wheat thins. thins or yeah. the... Wheat thins are a very good cracker with, like, a, a cheese ball situation or, like, something that's, like, it's bringing, like, it's got a nice size and crunch factor, but I think something else has got to bring, like, the flavor. Like the crackers, like if you're having a, a this uh, is an honest opinion. I'm giving yeah, you. yeah. Like if you're having people over before like dinner or whatever, like to watch a game. You know, if you're watching a game, like the, you know, you get the the crackers with the pepperoni and salami or whatever. Sure. Those type of crackers are perfect for that. Mm, yeah, but not wheat thins. Not wheat thins. Do you think that the people who sell those like pre-made like those things like the cracker? You think it's the same company does Lunchables and they're just like pre-programming? Well, a lot of them to essentially have maybe adult well, Lunchable. Yeah, if you look the the pepperoni and salami, a lot of it is uh, like Hormel. Yeah, a lot of it's from Hormel, which everything's makes some run of those. by like five companies. Anyway. But uh, they're Lunchables all by, like, are, Mars isn't, or whatever. isn't Lunchables like Oscar Mayer though? It does the Lunchables. I don't want to say for sure. My kids get those. They might have a version very, of them. I don't know if they're very occasionally. It's usually if we're going to like be on the lake all day, those are easy to like throw in a cooler. That's about the. Craft uh, Heinz, of course, marketed under the Oscar Mayer brand. Oh, there, <laughs> there you go. There it is. Okay. Got it. Very important hmm. stuff. We covered it. We Random it question out. of the day coming up in, in 10 minutes. It is a Red Friday brought to you by ComCare. Call or text 988 for 24 7 mental health support. We were talking about coordinators in the prior segment and the rankings that came out for the top five, at least, and wondering, you know, like, hey, does it matter if you're not in the top five? And maybe what goes into that? Thinking of coordinators, Matt Nagy, who's been discussed plenty. This football season, you thought a comment he made yesterday when the coordinators were talking was kind of interesting in terms of maybe the mindset right now. Yeah, so he talked a lot yesterday, and there was a couple of things that stood out. One was something I had mentioned to Pete Sweeney when we had had him on earlier, which was I feel like they're kind of openly admitting that they're playing a more conservative brand of offense due to the fact that they're playing what they complementary football. To me, that's cowardly football sometimes, and I want you to go for the points, but I understand because they're looking for the ways to get the win. The other thing he really hammered on was red zone scoring. Like, more than the turnovers, seemingly, and all those problems that have been there, this team for two consecutive years has been hyper-focused on red zone scoring and seemingly can't find the solution. And I, I was trying to decide if that's the thing they should be focused on versus turnovers because one seems more curable. And that's turnovers, honestly. Stop giving the damn ball away. Hold on to it. Like Pete said, you train your entire life to take care of the football. And I, I get a little bit worried about teams who settle into the complimentary football end of it yeah, when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes because you don't want to lose that aggressiveness. I'll say this, though. I actually think this is a good development. Here's why. Because for much of this season, and we did this, too, from the outside. We're like, hey, hey, eventually maybe they fix it. That was like in September and October and lesser extent in November and obviously December. But – whether it's ego or just basing it off of prior experience, they were still trying to be an offense that could be explosive, an offense that we all were used to. Top five, one of the best in football. Sure. And I think maybe it was last week when we all saw the reports like, hey, we're simplifying things, we're simplifying things. They finally realized, okay. We can't do what we, we were hoping we, we could do by we, the time the season started. What took so long? What we had been in the past – and we've strived for this year offensively, issues not happening. We all were like saying that in week 10, <laughs> but they finally, I think, realized that. And so I have no problem with them complimentary football. I think that's what they have to do, Cody. They're finally maybe acting 
in terms of their their scheme and play like the team that they actually have, not the team they wanted to be. It is always kind of wild, though, to be finally admitting that in week 17. Like, I mean, yeah. better late than never. I mean, I'll agree with that notion, which is, hey, I'm glad you're realizing who you are before, because then maybe that means what we were talking about before. Complimentary football, you know what that means? Running the football, giving it to Isaiah Pacheco, not leading postseason teams in pass attempts. Patrick Mahomes right now leads the NFL in pass attempts. Mahomes. They're not a functional passing offense. They're not a good one. They got no wide receivers. Well, they got one, Rasheed Rice. So why the hell have you been leading the NFL in pass attempts? You're not down all the time. Your defense is too good for that. Explain it. And it seemed like they were trying to, you know, that like old adage of like, play yourself out of a paper bag. You're like, I'm trying to like, I'm just going to play myself out of it. I'm going to throw my problems away. You're like, it's a, it's gambler's mentality. It's you and I yeah, sitting chasing. at the, you don't want to chase. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's us down $300 at the roulette table. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to put $300 on black. I'm going to get this the bad black, boy. Black 17. I'm getting this all the way back. It's a terrible, like, I, I prefer that they're not operating that way. But it seemed like they operated that way for a huge portion of the season. So is it too late to go to the complimentary football? No, I think, I, I think they just showed it's not too late. Because, um, again, all, Cincinnati's that, one of the better games they've played. And, look, and we all know Cincinnati's defense isn't great either. So let's keep that in mind in the back, you know, when, we're, when we're talking about this. But I, I do think maybe there was finally, heading into last week's game, a realization like, hey, we, we all wanted to be this team offensively because that's fun and that's what we are in the past. But, all right, we're going to have to do it differently. And I wish they would have figured that earlier, but I do believe they figured that out. And that's why I actually do have a little bit of faith in the postseason with them. Not only because the defense is great, but, like, if the coaching staff and their scheme, they finally realize, okay. This is who we are. We're, this is the, we are the 10th best offense this year, not the first. And let's act like it. <laughs> and, and play All that, those field that, goals in that last game stunk of that. Just yeah, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying just... they need to be kicking five field goals a game. But, you know, the point is, if – if your defense is going to play at the level it has all year, can your offense use the clock a Did little you, bit? Can you, you know, can you be smarter in how you go? You're not trying to to be the offense. You're just not. I thought um, in the game against Cincinnati in particular, anyone else think Mahomes was surprisingly conservative down there? Like in rewatching some of the red zone appearances, there are some tight window throws he could try to get a touchdown. So he just throws the ball short, throws it away. Took his field goal, moved on with his life. I'm fine with him throwing the ball away in some of those spots. Sometimes I think sometimes that's required. There's no doubt. But I felt like in every once they started like getting control of the game, and it seemed like just adding one field goal after another was going to be enough to get it done. He he died like so. The fear is always like, yeah, good, right? Don't turn the ball over, especially in the red zone. Take your points, get your win. But then the fear is always like he's being conservative about throwing the football because he can't trust. Yeah. Anyone who's in the red zone to actually make the play he's asking them to make. And that's what scares me is that in the game in which he has to throw the ball into the end zone, he's still going to show a little bit of that hesitation. And I don't know if it was hesitation in the red zone. I just thought it was conservative play. I thought the Chiefs were very conservative in the red zone against Cincinnati. We're fine to just grind this thing out. But I don't think you can beat Miami or Buffalo with six field goals. I don't think you can beat the Ravens. With six field goals, you will have to be a better red zone team, which eh, Nagy pretty much admitted yesterday. But that requires a certain level of aggression, whether you're the 10th best offense or the first. Coming up in about 15 minutes at the end of this segment, we'll give you a chance to win a large specialty pizza from our friends over at the other place. So uh, if you want to do that, you just got to call in at 913-586-7610. When we tell you to at the end of the segment, the lines are going to be blocked out. So you call in now. It's not going to do you do you any good. Unless you just want to chat with Drew. Yeah, talk about how great Cincinnati is. I told him earlier that the the Bengals should trade Jamar Chase, and he didn't see. Well, I didn't hear him say they shouldn't. 
He just said, wait, are, is that what you're saying? So are you saying you would like them to trade Jamar Chase? No, or no? no, I know. I, you want them to trade Jamar Chase. That's accurate. Yeah, it's, Get because out. You want, Listen to the way he's talking, dude. Get out. No, no, the reason why you want them to is because you can say, hey, uh, Brett, you know, come on now. We're tight. I call him Brett. Hey, <laughs> Brett. I don't even think I called him Brett when I used to cover the team. And you see can get Priest Holmes to call in your behalf and say, hey, you know what? The Chiefs should try and get Mr. Veach. What if, did I call him? If X Factor could get all these Chiefs legends to, to remove his band, <laughs> you, anything's possible. You can get Jamar Chase to the Bengals. We'll play that again at the, the one Chiefs. o'clock hour today. Don't you worry. Um, all right, let's get to it. The random question of the day. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Drew. Over on the text line, 913-586-7610. YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, all the video streams as well if you'd like to interact. Mentioned multiple times, Pete Sweeney's bailing on us with his mountain of cash and heading off to Capitol Grill with his girlfriend, which we understand. That's fine. He'll be there tonight. He said you can come by and say hi. Talk cheese with him. At Capitol Grill. In the middle of his dinner. He told you where he's going to be. My family will be getting together for drinking and gambling. So the question I have today is related to that, but not gambling. When you're going into a night in which you are expected to, like you have a general expectation that you're going to be doing a medium, at least, amount of drinking. How do you handle it so you don't get out of control? What is your general pathway? One type of drink? Do you switch What's been your personal method? Do you start with a mixed drink and then move on? Do you start with just one drink and you ride that the whole way through? What's your general plan going into a night? And look, I got to deal all night. So like, I got to be careful anyway, but Cody's dealing. Deal the cards. Oh, oh. I mean, just, just making sure. Okay. I'm just making sure. De- I we, already, I know, we already established Drew as the were potential hang- I didn't know if you group. were meeting up with X Factor or something, uh, allegedly, or not. But um, yeah, I think if you know you're going to be drinking for hours and hours and hours, yeah, it might be I, six or seven I'll, hours I'll of stick drinking. With, I'll stick with beer. Um, if you know it's a short period of time and you're crashing at that place and you don't have to, you're not going anywhere, obviously. Then yeah, I'll go hard liquor and I'll just I'll just stick with the just hard liquor. But I'm never, I'm I'm way past the sh- I'm way past shots. Like I'm not doing First, shots or anything. I've made that mistake at this type of Which game part? before. Shots. So it, let's just establish. I don't have a like at this reputation of the game. I didn't used to be the dealer, um, so I used to get a little a uh, little friskier because I wasn't in charge of like people's money and the cards and stuff. Are you an aggressive drunk? Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm no I'm messy. Oh, okay. I could get sick or I could just like knock stuff oh, over oh, or spill okay, drinks. Okay, okay. No, no, I'm a mess. I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm, okay. a, I'm Godzilla through a small town. Man. Okay, okay. I, I'm I just like smashy, smashy, not even, a, not aggressive. Just like I'm, a, you know, gotcha. yeah, clumsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I got you. Um, so, you know, because I'm in charge of those things, I try to be more mindful, <laughs> but I think the mis- so I've made the mistake of like, you know, like we've iced people or whatever when we were kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take shots. I don't go down that route, but sometimes I am guilty of, I start with a few beers and then it's like, Hey, we're drinking whiskey. And I'm like, cool. And then I start drinking neat whiskey for a little too long. And then I try to switch back to like, well, I'm just curious what people's general philosophies. You're saying, if you know, it's a marathon drinking, you're going beer and you're going yeah. beer the whole way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Never changing hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never switching gears. Yeah. Interesting. I almost never do that. Maybe I should drew. Uh, yeah, I, I typically am pick one drink and you're drinking that the whole way through. I don't, I, I I guess the expectation of me drinking many of these is is, is a no. Like if, if I say, "Hey, I'm gonna have a a vodka, some sort of vodka combination," I'm not planning to drink like six or seven of these. I'm planning to just slow s- slow sit my 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 way through the night with that one drink. Okay, so yeah, it's not typically that. From the eight one six, it's two mixed drinks. That's how they get their buzz going. Then they just lightly sip on beer until like I was like, "That's not bad." 
I understand that. Well, the difference too. Cody's hosting this at his house, so not he this year. This year it's at my brother's house. Oh, oh, he only lives like ten so minutes away to, from me. You have to I go was going to say though. you got to make sure you got to get an Uber. You got to have a DD or something because if it was at your house, then <laughs> you last year it was at my house. It's your house. You're not going anywhere. I think my general like because I deal for a majority of the night. I think I should be allowed to hand it over at like midnight and just turn over a drinking <laughs> leaf. You know, <laughs> somebody else deal for a little bit. I'm free and clear of this for a bit. Because otherwise you do, like, there's just not enough time to drink, you know, because you're, the game constantly well, that's moves. A, that's a hell of a quote right there. <laughs> that's a hell of a quote. There's just not uh, enough time to drink. Someone says, just say yourself with a driver and don't worry about it too much. Oh, no, I'll Uber. Don't worry about that. I'm not going to. He'd probably let me just crash at his house, too, if I wanted to. You, you do have gold feel in some type of way, though, just just by how you've described these things. Are you an aggressive drunk? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, Cody. No, I was no, wondering. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just clumsy. I just now heard myself. I just now heard my voice back. Oh, God, it still sounds nasally as hell. Yeah, you're still. But I it sounds voice better. Is, though, the voice think... is definitely better today, though. It's you're just I'm, na- I'm just nasally. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely better. It's just nasally today. How often? How many times life. a year do you go into something being like, oh, "There's a pretty good chance I'm getting drunk tonight"? I think it's like Ooh, once a year. For not me. much anymore, man. Like, just that's just not like years ago. Different answer. Now, yeah, there's very rare. I mean, there's yeah, it's yeah, no. <laughs> once a year? <laughs> yeah, if that. I mean, there, and it's six, never like you know, I'm like, gonna do it. It's just like. I'm prepared mentally in case it goes that way. Yeah, I mean, like you should obviously prepare and make sure you have a dry, uh, ride home or whatever. But like, I, I yeah, I mean, I'm turning 33 next week. Like, I'm not my go. I don't go out saying I'm gonna get bleep face yeah. tonight. That's just not. That's not the route we're going. Uh, I did invite Spec. He will not be attending. I gave him the invite. I gave that the boss the invite. That would have been an interesting story. It to invite been. him into my seeing, inner circle. Seeing you as, as you called yourself, called yourself messy drunk <laughs> while the boss was around would be really interesting. Is that, a, is that bad? Maybe it makes you more personable. This is me. I this think it does make me. you more personable. Yeah. Just as long as you're not like. Well, sloppy. You said you're sloppy. But that's better than like the well, lots of other types well, of yeah, drunk. Yeah, you don't want to be angry. Okay? be angry. Angry is no good. The people who start saying like hateful things, that's well, no good. Uh-huh. Yeah. You do need to be careful when you're involved. When, yeah. You just have to be careful. Yeah. It's. Yeah, there you go. Someone says, why are you dealing all night? Uh, that's just... Uh, it yeah, used how did to... you get suckered into okay, that? Okay, so for the first 10 years we did this game, maybe more, my brother-in-law dealt. Uh, they divorced, so he doesn't do it anymore. So once he was out of the game, because once, you know, he was gone, well, then he doesn't get to come to the game anymore. Divorced, you know, when him and my sister got divorced. So then it was left to somebody else to take over the reins. And I don't know, for whatever reason, it was me. Again, occasionally somebody else will take over the duties late in the night if I ask or if I take a break, but for the most part, it's that. And this is always, there's multiple people on there that are giving the same response, which is always like, as long as you drink enough water, you'll be all right. Constantly got to mix in the water. Yeah. Water to drink ratio. Classic young kid mistake is not drinking enough water. Although when you were younger, though, you could bounce back a lot easier and you didn't wake up with nearly the bad headache and hangover. It's a little bit different. I that I that wall. Kids got swim lessons at nine a.m., so I got to bounce I, back one way or the other. When I turned twenty-nine, that's when that's when it started feeling a little bit different. That's when it started to feel a little bit different. Yeah. Someone says we play poker, change dealers every hand. When we play poker, we do that too. It's you're a not different game. Poker, yeah, you're not playing. Poker. Can't change hands. It would be way too much, way too much for this type of game to change. People are wondering if you're time. skimming any money. No, I take no rake. Uh, the money's mm-hmm. the money. Zero mm-hmm. rake. Okay. Okay. Why would I skip that camera? Money? That camera is a little fuzzy in, in in that room as well, huh? Just like the mall creature in Miami. Well, we did joke about the fact that Binkley wanted me to live take our camera. Oh, is Bink we, going? Is he actually on? I haven't heard back from him. Oh, he's um, bailing on you. He bailed. La- he's bailed. The he's bailing. He's bailing last on you. Sorry, he's bailing on you. That's what's happening. Uh, if you haven't heard from him today, he's bailing on you. 
You're not going to show up. You think Binkley's not showing? Yeah. Damn. Kind of weather weird. sucks outside. Oh, it is actually snowing. I just turned around. Yeah, but it's not really supposed to accumulate it, much on the ground. No, Monday or Tuesday when, is when they're saying it could actually be a little interesting. But no, like still, when it's cold and it's overcast all day, it still sucks outside. Like, it still sucks. You kind of you, you do want to actually stay inside. inside and drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I hear you. But it depends. People have to drive a ways. Dude, so we have, we've played. This game has lasted every year since I was 18 years old. The only year we took off was for COVID. I mean, we've played in like ice storms. Like we've we've held strong and firm. Yeah. A little bit of flurry is not going to kill the game. No, it's actually it's, it looks pretty outside, but still, just ugh. What are you going to do tonight? Uh, I don't know. Again, I told you I don't think drinking is the the best path with the voice and every and the nasally. You probably just kind of sleep. Get to bed early. About, like I don't, I don't feel bad. Like I don't feel like I need to go sleep or anything. I just have that. As Aaron Ladd walks in, he'll join us in Club Six Ten coming up in ten minutes. I'm surprised he's not wearing his official Cotton Bowl gear or something from uh, being down in Dallas. Was oh, it his wait, official wait, I, Cotton Bowl gear? Just a beige vest? No, 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 no. I mean like the Cotton Bowl backpack that they gave the media or something. No, he's a company like that. man. He's wearing he's a forty one forty one stuff. He's got his Missouri, Missouri Tigers hoodie. It's, it's a winter wonderland out there, guys. Yeah, that's what we were just saying. It is kind of nice out uh, from a perspective of just looking at it not being outside in it you know visually it looks good anytime i think for a second i have a hard job i look at weather like this and i'm like man there's somebody out there like actually doing real work we don't have real jobs yeah manual let's labor just admit, let's admit for one minute we all have fake physical jobs. labor these aren't real jobs it's not that hard most people could probably do it with a little bit of training <laughs> like i don't think i could learn to weld with a little bit of training oh can i ask you guys this maybe i know aaron's not technically on with us yet but and I, I'm not going to say what was exactly spray-painted because I don't want to go down that path. Uh, we're not allowed to on the show. But I was driving what? by our station. No, okay. no, no. Yeah. All right, all right. I was driving by our station. Uh, this morning I was picking up uh, a drink from Starbucks. You know, the Target over here has a Starbucks. And across the street, you know, there's a bunch of houses, right? Yeah. Next to the Blue Beetle Pest Control Place, the, okay. the Blue House. There's another house. And on the roof... Spray painted is the name of a political figure. I'm not saying you, you guys can drive. It doesn't by matter. Doesn't matter. The point is, I don't care. I don't even. I really don't care who the the name is. Why would you on earth? I don't care who spray it is. Paint your own house. Spray paint your own roof with the name of any 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 person, political figure. Period. It's orange too. The spray paint. Why would you do that? I don't, I don't, I don't care who the person is. Why would you do that ever? Bart Simpson, your own roof. Why? Nah, not for me. Last suggestion from the text line, and then we can take a break so we can get to Aaron and I can go get the cocktails. Yeah. Someone says you should just drink a Borg tonight. We go right back oh, to opening Borgs. day. The Borgs outside on opening day. All the bunting. All the bunting in the Zero Borgs. Percent hey, real quick, uh, Aaron's got two phones. Is he like X Factor? Oh, uh, well, we, we brought this up with him. We'll get to it in the one o'clock hour. Yeah, we've. Sorry. Why? We, yeah, we, we've, Why? Talked, we've talked about the two phones. It is oh, a little, it is a little interesting. I, I, should, I should play that coming back. By the way, if you want to win a large pizza from our friends over at the other place, <laughs> sorry, Aaron, uh, just give Drew a call. Be the fifth caller to 913-586-7610. Uh, Cody wants me to take an early break so we can get the cocktails well, I got to go here. do work. Plus, right. Aaron's here, so we can start with him early Club, on the other side. Club 610, coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.